0: Hello, love my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. If you are new, then welcome. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. And if you're returning, then welcome back. And I'm so excited to get into this episode with you. So, I want to cover some signs if We are overly protecting ourselves emotionally just so that we can bring up some awareness. So the first sign is that you cut people off at the drop of a hat. Mm, Yes, something I am very familiar with. (laughs) At one point, I noticed I was really cutting people off way more frequently. And that was typically when I was going through some type of transition in my life. And I felt very... Vulnerable, or I just felt like I wanted to start a new journey and totally reset, and I would just seem to be able to do this with no problem. And really, this is related to an avoidant attachment style and disassociation, if we want to get all psychological with it. But uh, (laughs) so, this is one of the signs that you are overly protecting yourself. And the best approach to really take is to not necessarily cut people off, but one, just have that awareness of why, why do we no longer feel the value in the certain relationships we feel that we are ready to let go of or dismiss and be honest with ourselves and really take a holistic approach and to ask Why is it that we have these types of relationships in our lives? What is it that attracted us to this person? And why have they now become insignificant to us enough to cut them off? Is it because they've hurt us? Or is it because we just don't see a value in the relationship? We're not getting anything out of it. So it's best to just be really honest with yourself and to actually have a discussion. I know, like, what? <laughs> why do we need to have a conversation? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's for me the hardest part is yeah, I want to cut you off, but I don't really want to talk about why I'm cutting you off because then that seems really uncomfortable. But then on the flip side of that, I think that we have to be aware that if we've had certain friendships or relationships for a long time, that maybe we do owe it to ourselves and our relationships to be able to articulate what's really going on and at least have a discussion, have a powwow, and to say, you know what, this is what is really bothering me. This is why I don't know if I can really continue this friendship or relationship with you. And just by talking that out actually gives you closure Cutting another person off gives you a short-term feeling of closure, but it actually sticks with you longer. In fact, when you tie yourself to someone negatively, you actually bind yourself closer to them. We have to be aware now, if it's to a point where you just haven't had any kind of relationship, it's just totally died down, and the whole entire friendship relationship has completely faded on both ends, then no, we don't have to have a discussion every single time. But if it's becoming more abrupt, or you're feeling more and more upset every time you spend time with this person, it's very healthy to be able to have a conversation about it. And sometimes just having that clarification, even if you don't continue the friendship or relationship, but just by having clarification is really healing. And the reason I say that is because when you cut another person off, because you feel hurt by them, you're always going to have something in the back of your mind of why did they hurt me? And to just be able to have a nice healing, clarifying conversation gives you that power to say, you know what, now I understand. And I still don't want to have a relationship with you. And I'm ready to move on. (laughs) Or you can say, you know what, I got clarification. And maybe I don't have to always go to the extent of cutting you off. You know what I mean? I think it's just healthy on both ends just to be able to have a conversation. If you know, there's still those lingering feelings. Now, of course, I'm completely aware that you have some people that don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to have healthy conversations. They will freak out when you tell them that you're moving on. And I really suggest to use your best judgment. Definitely use your best judgment when it comes to this. Because if it's going to make the situation worse, and you know this person can't really handle rejection very well, and it just goes berserk, then of course, do not follow that advice. And you know, you just have to distance yourself, especially if the person is violent or hostile. I mean, use your best judgment. But in an ideal world, if you're dealing with a person that's healthy minded, you're healthy minded, and you just want to go your separate ways, I do think it's healthy to at least have a closing conversation. So the next sign that you overly protect yourself emotionally is hiding behind sarcasm and humor. So we do this a lot. Sometimes we will deflect our feelings and emotions by taking on a lot of sarcasm anytime we're having a conversation with someone. And maybe there's a little bit of resentment underneath everything and we don't necessarily want to just go off on the person or, you know, be mad or say what's on our mind, but we mask it with a lot of sarcasm. This is definitely a sign that you are overly protecting yourself. You should be able to just have a nice conversation. If you're having a conversation with someone, and even on the flip side, if you're hearing the other person use sarcasm after sarcasm after sarcasm, that's like their only communication style is by being sarcastic. They're definitely overly protecting themselves. It should be balanced. It should be able to have some neutral energy to it. And it's okay to have sarcasm when the environment is ready for sarcasm, but not as your only communication style. Sarcasm is actually a mild form of resentment and anger. The next way to know if you're overly protecting yourself is dodging. So when you are dodging a lot of questions or suggestions or someone says, hey, so what do you think about doing this? And you're like, you know what, I really think that I'm going to go do this. And you just totally change the topic. You try to dodge them. You don't answer their phone calls. You're just trying to avoid everything. You're trying to avoid the situations because you're not ready to confront them. And this is just a way of you protecting your emotions. And Instead of dancing around it and prolonging the experience, you have to ask yourself, are you ready to be honest? If the person doesn't agree with you, are you okay with that? Are you okay if somebody says, What, you think like this? And say, Yeah, absolutely, I do. Because a lot of the reasons why we're avoiding something is actually because we're trying to avoid some type of rejection by rejecting the other person. Which brings me to my next point. Another sign of overly protecting yourself is by constantly saying no. Every time someone makes a suggestion for anything, your go-to response is no, no, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. I'm too busy. No, 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 no. And a lot of times this happens because We're out of sync, we're out of balance, and we've gotten so used to always saying yes all the time that now we're in a place where we know that saying yes all the time isn't healthy either. So we just say no all the time. And it can be so routine that we do this that we can apply it everywhere because it's now a habit to say no. So the next time you feel like you want to say no, just take a step back and see. What are we really saying no to? So we've actually covered a lot of information so far already. I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this brief message. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we're going to wrap up some more signs that you may be overly protecting yourself. So another sign that you can be overly protecting yourself is by being overly nurturing towards other people. Sometimes we do this as a way of not focusing on ourselves. So we might put all of our attention towards another person. We try to invest in them. We try to do so much for them all of the time that it becomes a little bit too much. Yes, I'm familiar with this as well. We start focusing so much on adding to another person's life that we totally neglect our own lives. And we actually know we're neglecting our lives because it feels uncomfortable. Maybe we feel like we have a big mess underneath everything, and we're just not ready to clean it up. We don't want to look at it. So it's just so much easier to focus on cleaning up someone else's mess. So that's definitely a sign that you could be overly protecting yourself. Another sign that you're overly protecting yourself is by always seeking isolation or always seeking to be around people all the time. Either or, if you find yourself not having that balance where it's okay to be social sometimes and make time for socializing with friends or family here and there, but then you make time for yourself. If you find yourself really afraid to sit with yourself and to be in isolation and solitude, you're definitely trying to protect yourself from yourself in this situation. If you find yourself trying to always be isolated and always be alone, then you're protecting yourself from other people. You're trying to protect maybe feeling vulnerable or feeling hurt by another person. So that's definitely a sign that you could be overly protecting yourself. And my last sign that I have that you could be overly protecting yourself is that you make a lot of excuses. So if you make a lot of excuses, say for instance, someone brings up a topic, maybe you're not comfortable with talking about and you say, you know what, well, I really, no, I'm really not into this, or I'm really not into that, or I have this going on, or I'm really busy with this, and I really can't make that, or blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. How familiar are we with that? (laughs) When we make tons of excuses, and then we're almost mad at ourselves because we look back and we're like, man, I really did want to try to do those things with them. But I just I I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. And you know, we have to look at this on a deeper plane. Because in this day and age, I think being emotionally protective is considered to be a positive thing, because we're all so used to getting hurt but I think it's just a band-aid. I think it's a band-aid for a deeper problem that we really need to take some time to look at so that you can feel vulnerable and without feeling hurt. You can say, you know what, I really enjoyed the experience. It didn't go the way I wanted it to go, but I'm grateful that I had that experience because I wouldn't have experienced that if I blocked myself off. Sometimes we have to shift our mindset into just focusing on the experience that we're having versus why we want to have the certain outcome that we're looking for. That's how we actually end up getting hurt is by our own expectations of not reaching the outcome that we're looking for. So if you can take a step back and try to focus on actually living life and Just enjoying experiences and not worrying if you're going to fail or succeed, but just live. You know, when a person is in their last breath, they are only wanting to be able to feel for that moment. That's all they want. It doesn't matter if it's a good feeling, a bad feeling, failure, success. Just to be able to feel shows that you're alive. It shows that you're experiencing life in a moment. So enjoy it and learn. Sometimes the the lowest lows teach us the biggest lessons. This concludes all of my signs so far, the most popular signs when it comes to overly protecting yourself. What did you think? Do you have any other things that you want to share as far as overly protecting yourself? Definitely follow me on Instagram at I am Lindsay Christian and follow and subscribe so that you can get brand new episodes every week. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Blend Podcast.